Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Predict Cast. And today it is a bonus round. It's discussing TakeOver in your house. And joining me, your host Ben, is the returning champion, the man defending his title from last time, the man returning, it is the Finn Balor of the Wrestling Predict cast. Joe, how are you, Joe? I'm good, thanks, mate. Oh, good. Really happy, yeah. yeah. Look, look that Very pleased with that. Thought you'd be happy with Finn Balor. And then the third person on is returning for his second episode to challenge the champion, to make sure the champion doesn't retain his crown. You could say he's the Damien Priest, of this wrestling predict cast. It's Luke. How are you, Luke? Well, I was good until you said I was Damien Priest. <laughs> I'm tying it in with I'm tying it in with today's episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll I see. I don't know what else, know what else to say. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so yeah, so today we're discussing oh, take... because Luke's the archer of infamy. Is that is that is that what his ta- is that what Damien Priest tagline is? Yeah, and his name will live forever, won't it? It's good, yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, so, take over in your house. So, today's a bonus round. Doesn't count towards the main competition, but does have ramifications for the three of us because whoever wins this round gets a buy for their wild cards next round. And next round is going to be recorded next week. The next WWE pay per view is only two weeks away. It's backlash. So, it could have big ramifications for the competition. I've used the word ramifications twice there. Quite impressed myself. You two just didn't bat an eyelid, obviously, using words like that all the time. Fair enough. So, um, we've got five matches to discuss, and um, I'm going to go first this time, because I came, I did the worst in the last round, which was Money in the Bank. And last last year as well. And last year as well. Okay, fair enough. Um, So, the first match is Finn Balor versus Damian Priest, and I'm going to give this to... Finn Balor. Now, the reason I'm giving this to Finn Balor is because I think they're going to keep building Finn Balor to like, keep him exciting, keep him like building and building, keep his momentum up there for when he eventually faces Walter for, I don't know if he's going to face him for the NXT UK Championship, but eventually face him for um, a championship or in a big match. And I think Damian Priest is pretty much at the standard he's going to be. I don't think he's going to go any higher. I don't think he's going to, um, you know, challenge for any other titles anytime soon, to be honest with you. I think this is literally just a nice warm-up match for TakeOver. What do you think, Joe? So I actually, for the, for the first time potentially ever, completely agree with you on all of your points. I think, um, I think Damian Priest is... Um, is 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 okay? Like he's like mid card NXT could maybe get to upper mid card. Pretty um, pretty average, but and, and I think if he's fighting against people like Killian Dane or Pete Dunne or uh, that, that sort of ilk, then it can be fifty fifty whether he wins or or not. I think if he's fighting against Finn Balor, who really is being positioned as one of the main main people in NXT, he should be nowhere near beating him. That's fair. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I haven't got much more to add to that. Like, you've covered everything the same. I'm also going with Finn Balor. I think it'll be a fairly solid match, but I just think that 
Damien Priest is not ready to take the next step. He, that's the level he's at. Um, I mean, I suppose the only the only thing is the match doesn't really mean anything. So if you give it to Priest, what does that mean for Bala? I don't know, but yeah, I'm going with Bala as well. I think it's this is a very clear case that we're in lockdown. Loads of competitors are at home and not coming in, and they've got nothing else for Finn Balor to do. And they kind of got themselves stuck because Finn Balor was ha- meant to have this um, like big match with Walter, this huge kind of um, feud with Walter, and that's gone nowhere, obviously, because Walter's in Germany or Britain, I don't know which one. So um, Austria, I think, man. Are we? Uh, Austria, I think he's Austria. 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 Are we? Um, are we? thinking that Walter versus Finn Balor is going to be on NXT UK pay-per-view or NXT pay-per-view question random question for you he went to NXT UK to do a to do a bit with Walter and Imperium didn't he yeah yeah he did in com- in, in Coventry randomly <laughs> fair play to Coventry fans though Finn Balor surprise that's not bad yeah just sitting there at the Sky Dome mind your own business and then Finn Balor pops up <laughs> I think, um, I think I think if it's the NXT UK Championship, it would be. I think it would be in the UK. I think it'd be pretty harsh for it to be in America. I think so. Yeah. I think as I think as well. If you're going to get people to, I mean, we'll probably come on to this later. But the the, the interesting thing about the this in your house takeover is that they're really struggling to get just five matches. I think, as in, there is a lot more going on than those five matches, and it feels like this is a. The, the Balor versus Walter match could be a really good match for NXT UK to get get eyes on that. I mean, I do not watch that show, but I no. would probably watch that pay per view if that was on there. That's fair. I'd, I'd go with that. So it's a bit of a quick win, I think. For, for, like, it seems a quick win, and then if it goes well, you can do the rematch. You know, the WrestleMania takeover or something like that. You know, you could couldn't you? You know, you can make that draw that out. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that the other problem you've got with NXT UK at the moment is they cannot run shows. So where NXT in, in, in America and, and obviously WWE in America, all the wrestling in America, they've managed to convince the government that they are essential and that they need to be running shows. Um, NXT, NXT UK haven't managed that. So they are, they are they're completely off TV. They're not doing anything. So something like Walter versus Balor would be a very good way to get your attendance figures and get your um, ratings figures back with a big sharp kind of spike straight away makes me wonder if this is the reason why he's not doing anything more exciting on this pay-per-view Finn Balor because he can just he's just basically treading water now until he can go over to the UK and face Walter yeah that sounds fair I I did hear a rumour that they're going to lift some of the restrictions on foreign travellers to the USA so that could free up some of the UK people to come over and and Canadian as well I I read that the other day they were thinking about doing that so if that was the case and it's still not lifted in the UK, then they might have it in the USA. Yeah, they might do. I guess also, if you're going to do empty arena matches, which presumably you are going to do for some time, it doesn't actually matter if you do NXT UK, but filmed in America. No. Like, it doesn't, like, you're not going to be like, oh, that's clearly, like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, if they do it in the performance center for NXT UK, then yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? I mean, it doesn't really make sense to, get all the NXT UK guys over to the, U- the US to film a show for the UK <laughs> thinking that out loud but like you could be, you could do a Walter versus Finn Balor program for there yeah. that, is, that is doable yeah okay so I think what, what we're all clear on is the fact that Finn Balor is clearly winning this because his story his, his you know kind of stocks going up and Damien Priest is pretty much treading water staying exactly where he is 
So let's go for something a bit more interesting, a bit different. Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. Um, Joe, I'm going to give you first choice on this one now. So Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. What you got? Uh, I'm going Karrion Cross. Right. I think I think um, just on the basis of him being a new debutant, you're not going to you're not going to bury him this soon. Um, I quite like the way they've packaged him. I think it's interesting. I think he's misses is like absolutely ridiculous um i'm not fully... as a talent as a, as an in-ring talent right <laughs> yeah mate whatever um <laughs> yeah we'll go with that um i'm not quite sure i'm into the miming of the words in the entrance i think that's a bit weird that just doesn't just doesn't just doesn't work you got you got to kind of mime the whole song or or yeah. not just like specific words um but it's quite it's quite an elaborate entrance and i've got a lot of time for it um, there's part of me that wonders whether he would have been better as like the hacker gimmick or like he could have been the hacker gimmick or there could have been something clever there. But yeah, he's, he's, he, I think he's winning. I think it's gonna be a really good match. I think it's going to put him on the, put him on the, um, what's what I'm looking for? Like put him on the map. That's it. Um, and I wonder if Champa might be going up to Raw or SmackDown at some point as well. But that's just, that's just an aside. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, again, pretty similar. So I, I really like Karrion Cross. I'm all about the performance. So I really enjoy his entrance. Um, and pretty similar, I think, having a match against Champa, you know, he's one of the top guys in NXT. Um, so it's a really good way to put Cross across. Across, across. Um, <laughs> Thanks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think it'd be a really good match as well. I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, yeah, I'm going with Karrion Cross as well. Yeah, I think... I mean, that's the really annoying thing about the Finn Balor and the Tommaso Ciampa matches is these are the two that I think it's really clear he's winning. Because I think Karrion yeah. Cross has got to win it. You don't build him up and bring him up and give him kind of squash matches and then have him lose. It's weird that it's Tommaso Ciampa that he will beat because Ciampa's, Ciampa feels like he needs a win at the minute. Ciampa feels like his story's kind of been that he keeps getting pushed down and pushed down. But maybe that's if that's a story they go with, then this would be great. If they kind of go with the story that Tommaso Ciampa needs to kind of change his ways and and build himself back up again, then that would be fantastic. And Karrion Cross would be a, like a good start there. The entrance is great. Can you sustain that all the time, though? I mean, it's it takes quite... up a long time. Yeah, it is long. So maybe you get bored of it after a while. But... Um, so maybe they will cut it down but I don't know I just, I just really enjoy it all, all sorts of entries like, I mean I don't like like Shotzi Blackheart coming in on a tank sort of entrance but <laughs> I just because that's just weird but yeah right, really like it's like, just like a really cool entrance just I don't know I, I really yeah. enjoy it <clears throat> i tell you what is missing though is NXT get all the big introductions and they get all the big this is the person you've been waiting for and because they all have to seem to debut on NXT you don't get that on Raw or SmackDown anymore. So you don't no. get any big new stars on Raw and SmackDown. Like the last, legitimately, last big new star we had on Raw and SmackDown was AJ Styles when he came into the Royal Rumble. Because and that was what three, four years ago now. Do you think for AJ Styles, maybe must be about that. Yeah, it's probably that. So I, I, I think it, Raw and SmackDown missed that. They missed kind of you know a carrying cross coming in with that entrance. I'm hoping this hacker person is someone new on SmackDown and not. Joe mentioned kind of last week, just Ali or someone like that, where you go, oh, come on, you know, so... I think the problem, you know. the, the thing is with that, Ben, though, like, most people, I think, that watch wrestling don't, well, 
there's definitely a difference in the numbers between SmackDown and Raw and NXT. So the two thirds of the people that I don't know, or whatever it is, half the people that watch Raw and SmackDown, like the NXT um, people coming up, is a new, is a brand new superstar. Yeah, if we're watching it. It's like it loses the momentum for us. So we, as a kind of more int- more involved wrestling fans, get our uh, new people on NXT, and then the average fan gets them on Raw and SmackDown. I get what you mean. So we're missing out on that, but. So Matt Riddle coming up on SmackDown on Friday, yeah. he'll be brand new to probably about two million people, and not the five hundred thousand that are currently watching NXT. Yeah, that's the that's, that's yeah, that's I think that's the logic. So when stuff happens on them, like so, like when the Hardy Boys came back, for example, a couple of WrestleManias ago, that was a massive moment because they haven't been for NXT and you weren't expecting them to come back. Same with AJ Styles, I think that's the, that's the logic, isn't it? And, and Sting Edge. and people like that. Yeah, Edge is another example. Yeah, Edge, absolutely. Yeah, Edge is a great yeah. show. Oh, fair enough. So we're all going carrying cross. And MVP, uh, MVP, we forgot MVP. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, you're right, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Jinder Mahal. We forgot about Jinder Mahal. Don't with Jinder Mahal. I've got a really scary feeling we're going to get a Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre feud for a good friggin' month. So just don't yeah, with so. just don't with Jinder Mahal. I'm not. I I I can't bear that again. What? what just... Where is Jinder Mahal on? Is he on Raw? Where is he? Is he? It was on this week's Raw, was it? I think I think he's stuck in his country, isn't he? Well, I, don't, I, don't think, <laughs> I think his country's Canada. <laughs> yeah, 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 but they're not allowed to come across. That's that's why Rude can't come across either. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. The other reason is Bobby Rude wouldn't make TV at the moment anyway. I feel like he's also able to move with him out of steroids got in him. Easy. Whoa, easy. <laughs> I want the, the Singh brothers, they're another one, you know. So, we'll dub that. We'll dub that out, show, Ben. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just cut this whole bit out, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll move on. Um, number three, Flair versus Ripley versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, it's Luke's pick first, and I don't envy you here because I don't think this is clear cut. No, and I really like all three of these women as well. Yeah, me too. Um, and I think it's going to be a really good triple threat match. Um, so again, it's another one I'm really looking forward to. Charlotte Flair's like she's one of those. She's not a heel or a face. So she's just like a star. She's like in between. She's just one of those people that's neither. A bit like Roman Reigns, you know. So she's obviously always a challenger. She's the, the current holder. Rhea Ripley. Um, I read something the other day about her. That, um, apparently, she wasn't originally planned to win the NXT Women's Championship from Shayna Baszler. It's only because like the crowd reaction to her that they've they really changed the mind. Yeah, that was, that was 100%. From Survivor Series onwards, that's definitely the case. Yeah. So, again, I'm not too sure, based on that, because there's no crowds at the moment, why you'd give it to Rhea Ripley now, either. Um, Io Shirai, I really like her. Um, I think she will actually be the person who takes it off Charlotte Flair, but I don't think it'd be now. Um I think once she once she has it, I think she'll have it for the rest of the year. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm sticking with Charlotte Flair to retain the title. I start. I don't think she'll drop it until it's a singles match. That's where okay. I'm going. So I I'm not sure because I don't think Charlotte having the belt in NXT is doing anything for NXT, doing anything for Charlotte, and doing and I think it's muddy in the waters in the rest of the TV as well. So I think. She should be on Raw or SmackDown, kind of challenging for one of those belts. And I think you've got um, Backlash coming up in, in two weeks. 
where you're either going to have is Bailey facing anyone at Backlash yet? We got that sorted. Not, uh, not, not confirmed yet. Nothing. Not confirmed yet. So you could. I mean, that they, they they seem to be going. I mean, Charlotte's facing Asuka on Mon, um, tonight's Raw or Mon, uh, sorry tomorrow night's Raw Monday. So I think they're kind of toying with the idea that she's around and going these places. So it's just this idea that I think would now be the time to take the belt off Flair. The only thing I'm struggling with is who do you give it to between Ripley and Shirai? Ripley would be strong, but Shirai's never had it yet, and it would be a good kind of win for her. And then what you could do is you could have them Ripley versus Shirai going forward, which would be a really strong feud, and Charlotte goes on to face probably Asuka, to be honest with you, because there's a ready-made story there. So, in the interest of making sure it's different as well, I'm going to go Shirai. There you go. Joe, what do you think? Um, I think Charlotte Flair's winning it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, so, so, so it feels a waste to give it to to take it off Charlotte Flair at this point. Although, so I don't know if you gathered this, but they're now doing the the reason why Charlotte Flair was on SmackDown is they're now doing a brand to brand Invitational. Yes. Where four times a year, a member of a different roster can go on to the the roster so you can move from Raw to SmackDown which I I mean it's clearly just let's move the most let's move the people that we need on two shows so that we can have some interesting feuds but Charlotte is already on NXT and not an NXT roster member so I don't really understand that I mean it, it, it falls down immediately they've also well, traded AJ Styles for no reason as well so also also for the Invitational they've used it three times I'm, I'm, I'm pretty isn't it four times per wrestler is that what it is? Because I heard someone say that as well. So is it four so. times per wrestler? Oh, well, that's... Well, that made more sense because otherwise they more or less used them all up already. Well, that's what I thought because <laughs> they've, used, they've used Baron Corbin once and they've used, they will have used Charlotte twice by Monday Night's Raw. So I, I, is I, it now? I assumed it, was like, I assumed it was like one feud per person. As in like Charlotte's over for... That, my, my, my logic was like Charlotte is one of four that they can move across. So they'll bulk it out with like... An extra. So we're we not having Charlotte versus Bailey at some point. Is that not an option? Yeah, we've had we've we had Charlotte versus Bailey on SmackDown uh, last not last week, the week before. Sorry, I meant for the title. I was thinking about who Bailey's facing at Backlash. Well, that's what I'm wondering. So I think it's gonna be some rubbish like Dinah Brooke, isn't it? Or you could have. Um, didn't her and Alexa Bliss have a face off? Her like there was that whole thing on SmackDown on Friday with Alexa Bliss. So that could be a. I mean, Bailey's not losing the title regardless of who it is, but. I think Charlotte needs to be on Raw or SmackDown. I think she's just wasted down NXT. Yeah, but I think she's 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 on Raw anyway. Yeah, she is on Raw anyway. That's it, that that. But Raw is Raw is clearly going to be building to a Baszler versus Asuka feud. That's where it's going at some point. My wild card Shayna back Shazza Baza is going to come good. Shayna Baszler, who you keep plugging for, and who WWE clearly are not on the same. I I don't even know where Baszler disappeared to halfway through that Money in the Bank match. Yeah. But again, again, I think she was meant to win that, but it's only because Becky Lynch got preggers. Yeah, yeah, you don't have the belt to Shayna Baszler, do you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Shayna Baszler, is like a dominant. Uh, she'll take the belt in a dominant fashion at some point. I think it's just about it's just a matter of time, mate. It's just a matter of time. Shaz about you got you got. Like, I've been saying this for about <laughs> eight months now. But it's it's going to happen. Don't you worry about that, my friend. Don't you worry. About, she, has just, she, she has just disappeared from the shows, though, hasn't she? I haven't seen her for a few weeks. It seems weird that she's not even involved in the triple threat at Backlash. Like, you th- think she should be, like, the third person 
there as well. So you've got because you've got Asuka, Nia Jax, um, and there's a there's a was there a third person that was involved in the triple threat and they lost it. There was a, there was a triple threat. No, no it's just them. So it was Natalia, Natalia, Asuka, and Nia. Um, Natalia and Nia Jax were facing each other, and there was that little feud, and Natalia ended up losing it, and Nia Jax ended up winning it. Shayna Baszler's not even in the title picture at the moment, which seems weird. Charlotte Flair was in that match, wasn't she? It was a triple threat match between Charlotte. Was it Charlotte Flair as well? I can't remember. Yeah. Give it time anyway. Shayna Baszler's coming good. So, 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 so the so going Charlotte Flair. The only issue I've got with that is my. The, there's just a nervousness around triple threats where Charlotte Flair doesn't need to be involved in the decision to lose it. That's that is the that's the worry. It's like does Charlotte do all the work, take out Io Shirai or Rhea, and then they want to get the pin. That's that is the that is the issue. I feel like if that's so, I would say that Rhea is the not going to win. Io Shirai is the other one. Her entrance, by the way, is my favourite entrance in WWE at the moment. The strobe light, and I really like that. Got a lot of time for it. Just, uh, I, 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 I still like Keith Lee's. I just like the swagger it goes with his with his friggin with his friggin entrance. Keith Lee is my favourite wrestler in WWE at the moment. I think the guy's just got everything. Just just, and he's got a physique I could aspire to. So <laughs> I've got I've got a lot of time for him. Um, he's he, he's worryingly like a black version of you, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think a lot of people see that. A lot of people see <laughs> Keith Lee in me. They say like when Keith Lee first appeared on the screen, my daughter went, "Daddy." She did. I'm, I'm going to say it. She did. That happened. Yeah, that's, really, that's, 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 that's different, man. Oh, is it? Is that, is that a different reason? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy was a film fan. Jeremy had questions. Like, who's got the best beard in movies? Which film starring a wrestler is best? And what's the best film series that's been made into Lego? Jeremy tried Google, but who uses that old system anymore? Then Jeremy found that movie list podcast podcast which gave him the answers to the most obscure, bizarre and some say pointless movie related lists. You can listen and subscribe to that movie list podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, be like Jeremy. Well, talking about Keith, I like the way you segued that nicely. Talking about Keith Lee, it's Keith Lee versus Johnny Gagano next for the North American title. Um, This has probably been the most interesting story on all of NXT at the minute, to be fair. It's the one they've been pushing the most, I'd say. Um, so Keith Lee versus Johnny Gagano, and it is Joe's pick first. Oh, balls. Isn't it yours, Ben? Isn't it mine? Okay. You, my you pick first. first, didn't you? I did, so it'll be my pick first. And I'm going to go... This is why I need Luke on the podcast, because sometimes <laughs> it's done over. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one. There's, I'm also, gonna go, there's, also, there's also a question about who organises the the order at which they come out at. So like, it seems to be like I'll get all the controversial picks and Ben gets all the ones where wild cards in play. Or I get the triple threat. <laughs> three equally strong women. Yeah, it doesn't matter who goes first. It does not matter who goes first. That shouldn't dictate your pick. Don't start whinging them. You guys are winning. <laughs> you think? I must be really bad at making this, <laughs> giving you guys handicaps, considering it doesn't work. I'll do the order next time. <laughs> I'll go with that. You go the order next time. No problem. Um, I actually think Johnny Gagano's winning this one. I think they're building him. I think he's got this big heel push. They've got this big idea that he's now running NXT, like he's, it's NXT's his, all the rest of that stuff. And I think it's time. I think if... It goes the way you guys are thinking. So Flair keeps her belt. 
and kind of giving you a spoiler for a prediction I've got later on, I think this needs a belt change somewhere. I think if there's going to be a belt change, it's going to be with the Lee versus Kagano. And I think Keith, I don't think it hurts Keith Lee to lose this belt because all it'll do is keep this feud going where he can eventually get it back anyway. So I think it makes sense um, for Gagano to win this belt with the way he is at the moment. So that's where I'm going with it. Right. So which one of you two want to go next then? Well, I think it's me. It's going around in a circle. Yeah, go on then, Joe. Uh, I agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> is that it, Joe? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all. That's quality. That's why I've got you here, Luke. To be honest with you, that's why I've got you here. I agree. I think um, I think Johnny Gargano might win this. I think uh, Keith Lee, the black version of Ben, is um, doing a good job with the North American title, but it's just a bit. He hasn't really got that many people to fight with, and I think Johnny Gargano could es- uh, could escalate the belt a little bit. Um, I think I can see Candice getting involved and kicking. Black Ben in the testicles at some point. Um, <laughs> like, I just, I just think that's, I just think that's how it's gonna. I think, I, I just, I, I, yeah, I think you're right, and I think there's gonna be a belt change on the pay per view, and I think this is probably gonna be the one. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Ben. I'm on your, on your outside pick. I'm completely with you, my friend. Oh, very nice. Okay then. What about you, Luke? So I'm going with Keith Lee then. Oh, pressure. So, nice. Great <laughs> much. Um, I, I do think it's one of those. It could go either way. Um. And it's the one I'm most unsure about out of all the matches. Um, but yeah, I, I just think they're going to keep pushing Keith Lee. Um, like I said earlier, Ben, he's, he's, he's one of my favourite wrestlers at the moment. He's impressed me more than a lot since I've been watching it. Um, and, I, and I think he'll be the next challenger to, to, to the NXT Championship um, okay. at some point, but not yet. And I also heard that Johnny Gargano could be, get, could be getting called up to the main roster and be Candice to the right. So I don't know why you'd give him the belt if that was the case, if that was going to happen. Um, might might do, might not. I like yeah. Keith Lee. I don't want to pick against him. And yeah, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I think on, on what on what the points I, a point you both made there. I don't think losing a Gagano hurts Keith Lee here because I think it actually helps Keith Lee to be chasing back the belt because you have like. Becky Lynch is a perfect example of a champion that got really stale really quick because it was like, right, I've, I've won it. Like The whole point was in the chase, or the best point was in me getting the title. I've actually got it, and now I'm a bit boring. Now, I don't think Keith Lee's boring, but there's a chance he could become that if he just continues to keep winning and fighting off anyone that's there. So I think if Gagano wins it off him, and then you get this whole kind of feud, because you've also got the, the, the Mia Yim inclusion with this and the fact that there's clearly going to be some sort of mixed tag going on over the next couple of weeks and that could all kind of get in- introduced as well so I don't think this would be the end of any feud between them so I think you know Keith Lee losing it would keep him strong it's probably the stronger thing to do so yeah I'm with I'm uh, I'm, I'm happy with Gagano winning it right I mean, then we'll I mean, cause at the same point you could, you could also have Keith Lee winning with by disqualification which is Gagano with Hannes Ray getting involved and the feud carrying on that way yeah, yeah. that's true yeah, that's true. That's very true, actually. All right, yeah. Yeah, so completely undercut everything I've just said. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly. No, yeah. I, I think it's more likely that Candice LeRae is going to get involved. The thing, the, yeah, I think I, I would say that more often you get disqualified as a face than as a heel. 
Like, yeah. unlike, I think it's unlikely that they're going to get, like, Cancelero will probably get involved, but we'll do it in such a way that Johnny Gagano gets a cheap victory, but gets the belt. He's, he's just more likely. I, 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 we'll see. Also, Keithley and Mayim together, like, that hasn't really been spelled out to us. We just sort of, I just assumed they are. They, so, are, in real, they are in real life, yeah. I didn't know that. I know. Yeah. But that came to light, that came, they kind of made that point of bringing that to light the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So Keith Lee came out to save Mia Yim, and then I think the people were kind of obviously there was some positive reaction somewhere, and they kind of went, "Ah, oh, well, we'll we'll push this to the forefront." There's so. loads of these I didn't realise. I didn't realise Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch were a thing. I didn't realise Alistair Black and that. Oh, is it Zelina Vega? Zelina Vega. Yeah. My my favourite. My favourite. You don't put them together, do you? I won't put them. No. My favourite. My favourite moment so far recently has been the fact that Becky Lynch announced she was pregnant on Raw. Okay. And then Rey Mysterio went to Seth Rollins, congratulations on becoming a father, it'll change your life, it really did things for me. And then that whole match, Seth Rollins just had a thousand yard stare, like he just discovered he was the father of Becky Lynch's baby, and like he just realised like, the whole thing hit him, and then he punished Rey Mysterio for telling him. So I think that's, that's a completely different story to tell. So. Well, maybe, there's a, maybe there's a story playing out there, we haven't seen the whole of it, maybe Rey Mysterio is the other. <laughs> Oh, so you're going to have a um, parent uh, a birthright on a pole match like they did for um, uh, Rey Mysterio's son. I can't remember his name, Dominic. Yeah, um, we like just for Luke, you won't have ever seen that. Um, yeah, WWE at one point had a uh, there's a wrestler called Eddie Guerrero who's a famous, really really good wrestler and died tra- like really tragically. And um, him and Rey Mysterio had a feud where the old, the end of the feud was. Um, a basically custody papers on a pole match, where the winner of the um, the winner of the match got to have Rey Mysterio's son. Yeah. <laughs> Which means every now and again, as part of any storyline that Dominic's involved in, because he's trying to become a wrestler, um, someone will just make a little nudge towards uh, towards him being Eddie Guerrero's son instead, just as a little just as a little callback. Great friends now. I imagine like if me and Ben were having a, a like a, a feud for the custody of my child, I probably wouldn't like. I wouldn't like forgive him like a month later and form a tag team. It was a tough legal battle, but in the end, they became a tag team. <laughs> I just love the I love the legality of it. I like imagine if that was the legality of of how they decide. That's what a judge decided at the end. You're both wrestlers. Put it on a pole. Whoever wins gets him. Whoever wins wanted it more. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship. The stipulation, this is going to be somewhere, I, don't, I can't remember how William Regal put it, but it's going to be somewhere that benefits the both of them. So I don't know what that means because Adam Cole was talking about the fact that Velveteen Dream craves the spotlight. Um, so I don't know, stadium maybe. Um, and what's your prediction for that then? Where do you think it might be? I don't. I, I can't think anywhere where there's loads of. I don't know what. I genuinely don't know. I don't. I don't know where that could be. I wonder yeah. about, I wonder about like, maybe a strip club. It's not very PG, but like he's the Panama City Playboy, isn't he? And Velveteen likes a spotlight and like always, always hanging around with them girls. So yeah. I wonder, yeah, that's. I'm not. I'm not joking. That's, there's a lot. There's logic there, isn't there? Yeah, no, that, that legitimately is. Yeah. Um, I read somewhere again okay. um, that there were, all the NXT stars were asked to carpool 
um, and basically had all the cars surrounding the ring outside the studios, and that's what it was. Oh, was it? yeah. Yeah. So it's literally spotlights, it's headlights. Yeah. Makes more uh, sense. Yeah, this probably makes more sense than a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you think? Do you think it would be one of these cinematic style matches that they do? Well, they did a really, they did that really random thing with Gagano and Champa. Um, Champa, where it was kind of half cinematic. Yeah. And it was like all the, all, like it wasn't cinematic enough. So it was just a really long wrestling match with loads of posh edits. It yeah. didn't, it didn't work the way, like it wasn't like the Undertaker match. It wasn't like the Firefly Funhouse match. So it didn't quite work the way you would, you'd expect it to. But I, I assume it's going to be something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That match was a bit. That was that match was a bit random, wasn't it? Yeah. It just. It was a bit. It was just like, why don't you just? You didn't need that. Wasn't cinematic. Like you could have just done that match. It was yeah, just. It a, didn't no. It was and it was it was so clearly like pre-filmed and whatnot that it just didn't really. I don't think it added any value. Whereas like the Undertaker AJ Styles match was. Was something completely different. Oh, and the Money in the Bank ones yeah. been as well, and every other cinematic ones worked really well for that reason. So yeah, I, th- so, I think it'd be interesting if they do do that because they've obviously had a few matches now, so I think they need to mix it up a bit, which so it makes, just keeps it interesting. Yeah, I think I think now's the time to do it too. It just makes sense to do it, and you've already you've set a benchmark. So I'm also expecting there to be some sort of cinematic match at Backlash as well, because that seems to be the way they don't need to, but that seems to be the way they're going with it at the moment. I think the problem with that is you could get very sick of them very quickly when they're actually something that should be used sparingly. I think. The only, the only thing that bothers me about the cinematic matches is the placement on the card as well. Like, presumably, this is going to be the main event. Yeah. yeah. And then The Undertaker versus AJ Styles was the main event of that evening at WrestleMania because he drove off and that was the end of it. And it sort of feels to me like if I'm watching three, four hours of wrestling, maybe put the one that's different in the middle rather than, like, at the, like rather than having, like, three hours of, like, no crowd wrestling and then an hour of something different. What about putting like that in the, it just feels like you could put that in the middle and it would make more sense. Breaks yeah. up through, through the night rather than just being two different things. Anyway, are we, are we all clear that this, this is that they've said that if Valvatine, if Valvatine dream doesn't win this, then he never gets the challenge again for the, for the NXT title. Did you know? As long as Adam Cole has got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's quite specific. Okay, fine. Oh, then scrap that. So that was the, yeah, that was the other stipulation for this. Oh, um, it was as long as Adam Cole's got it. Okay, that's, that's, yeah. That's yeah a, it's basically yeah. Adam Cole saying, I don't want to fight him again. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, that's, that's quite a, that's quite a, like, a moot, that's quite a moot point. And in, with that, that's quite a specific stipulation. Yeah. If it was <laughs> never for again, that's something very different to whilst you're the champion. Yeah. Okay. And would, and would probably change your pick, which is yours, Joe, your pick first. Oh, I'm going to go Adam Cole. Bye bye. Um, yeah, I think I think. Um, well, that's that's finding out the full stipulation. Maybe I just read the. I just didn't get a chance to read the whole article. Just the first like. Headline. my mind up. Moving on. Just read the first half of stipulation and thought that's enough. I got the gist of it. <laughs> no, but, um, no. In all seriousness, I think Adam Cole's winning. I think um, Velveteen Dream doesn't doesn't need it at the moment. Although he definitely should have it at some point. I still think he's the future of WWE. I really do. I think he's brilliant. Um, I'm just looking at the talent pool on 
NXT and thinking you've got Gagano, Champa, Riddle who's going up, Velveteen Dream, Finn Balor. It's just, I mean, it's, I mean, that that alone feels better than AEW to me. AEW to me, to be honest, that's just that that that, that quality of wrestler, especially when it's backed up with a real strong women's division. Um, but I'm going off point. Uh, Adam Cole's winning it. Yeah, fair and enough. The, the undisputed era can get involved if it's going to be yeah. a if it's going to be a, um, a street fight surrounded by cars with their headlights on. Then I presume that there's no reason why the industry era can't get involved in that as well. You've also got Dexter Loomis on the other side, though. That's the most random thing in the world. Yeah, like, <laughs> I hope he doesn't. I hope Adam Cole doesn't lose the title to Dexter Loomis. <laughs> I'm not sure how. I'm not sure you should really be pushing for a serial killer gimmick to be as popular as it clearly is. Because <laughs> I actually quite like Dexter Loomis. I think it's. A, I think he's a decent little story. No, he's not a great wrestler, but I think it adds something different, very different, but it adds something else. I just love that. Like you'd be pitched that, be like so. We've um, we've sort of been watching you around the building. <laughs> and we've been thinking, we've been putting our heads together about like what 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 would suit your kind of personality style, and we're thinking serial killer. <laughs> there was legitimately. I, I was gonna go like I was gonna go like Superface. <laughs> You're thinking, oh, is it because of my like? Is it because I can't blink? <laughs> That, that and the Tash, mate. I'm going to be honest with you, that and the Tash. Because there, there was legitimately, if you look it up, back in like 97, so just, just at like the cusp of the beginning of Attitude Era, there was a wrestler whose gimmick and name was The Stalker. And it was meant to be like Deer Stalker, so he came out in camouflage gear, as covering the fact that, no, he's as creepy as hell. And that's what he's... So he had the, the thousand yards there, the kind of... the kind of, He had really creepy music as well. And it was clear they were going down one route while hinting at something else. So it's like, is this guy creeping on women? No, 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 he just loves hunting. Yeah, of course he does. But they've, <laughs> they've literally taken that gimmick and they've pushed it forward to... You see this video of this guy? All right, do that, but more serial killery. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. I, I, I really like so I quite like the um, I quite like his gimmick like it's something different it is something different and it's it, it it's just that would you like would you look into that like if you were if you were a serial killer which is what they're portraying him as would you then have the creepy music and the thousand eyes there or would you just play it like super cool like if you're <laughs> do you know what I mean like if you're like the demon Finn Balor and that's that's super cool, so you can come out and you've got the demon music, or you know you've got the black heart um, Johnny Gagano, or you've got the Arch of Infamy, they're all kind of like sort of positive character traits that you might want to portray. <laughs> like yeah. if you're like a murderer, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, what what music goes well with my personality as a murderer? Like you'd like, try and play it down, wouldn't you? If anything, and 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 added to that, he's adding to that. He's the face in this story. Yeah. So he's on Velveteen Dream's team. Like, <laughs> it's not even, so when you went, I want to go super face, they were going, oh, yeah, yeah, super face serial killer. Yeah, yeah, no, you got the right idea. Yeah, off you go. Like, <laughs> Don't worry about what they said to you at school. Just carry on. <laughs> carry on, and eventually you'll be a face wrestler. I don't, do you think if he was, do you think, he, honestly, if, he, if there was live crowds, he would be a face. Surely not. Surely you wouldn't have that as a face character in front of live crowds. I don't. Well, here's a murder I can get behind. <laughs> well, there are live crowds now, aren't there? 
a few people. Yeah. yeah, there is. There is. I mean, they are talent and they are towing the company line like never before. Like, boo. <laughs> boo, boo. This is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was feeling that. Yeah, real feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Luke, are you following Joe? Do you think it's going to be Adam Cole or do you think it's Velveteen Dream's time? So, I originally had Velveteen Dream as the guy to beat Adam Cole for the next NXT, for the NXT title, but I think recently with everything that's happened with him, um, I think he's going to go in another direction now. So, I think that's where the WWE were going initially, um, but now I think they've changed the mind. So, yeah, I'm going with Adam Cole as well, just for that reason. Yeah, I think I think you've kind of got to go Cole at the moment. I don't think Dream's comeback has been that successful. I think he's missing crowds, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I, think, I don't think he's doing that well without a crowd. And they had this really weird thing where he came back saying that he'd slept with Roger Strong's wife and that he was going to take Roger Strong's family as the face. I don't know who's booking this that <laughs> thinks creepy guy is a face thing. But he came back going, "Yeah, Roderick, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move into your family, I'm moving to your house and live with your family." It's like that's not a good guy thing, Dream. That's that's weird. So he's kind of, it's kind of come back really bizarre. And then obviously he should be the next guy to go against Cole, but I don't think he's that he's doing that well at the moment to deserve getting the belt. Okay, then, mate, because um, once again, in terms of the writing, like. Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong had like a, a quick match on NXT and that sorted out the issues of him trying to yeah. move in on his wife. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move on from that now. Just yeah. dwell over that. Dwell over. There'll be a tag team soon. Do you want a restraining order, love? Nah. If you, uh, can you beat him tonight? That'll solve it. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, no, I, I get that. That worked. No, I lost. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't even win. That's true. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> The, 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 only, the only thing I'll throw in there is, again, something I've read, um, is, it, is it Britt Baker? I don't know, obviously, that much, but Britt Baker, is she on AEW? Is it his girlfriend? Yeah, she is, yeah. Apparently, she's come out recently and said that she wants Adam Cole to join AEW, and apparently his contract's finishing soon. So unless, yeah, I heard that. That's the only spanner in the works? I can't see it. No, I can't either. I think, I, I th- I think WWE have been pushing him for too long. They've treated him really well. I don't think he wants to... I don't think he'd want to leave. How much money would they throw at him to stay? And yeah. I think, well, you've got to think, like, if he's in contract negotiations and his partner is saying that, then yeah. she's doing him an absolute... <laughs> oh, just to let you know, Adam, if you don't get what you want in the WWE <laughs> negotiations, you can always just come to AEW and we'll just pay you whatever you want. Like, oh, okay, cheers for that. Good to know. So that'll be $4 million a year I need now, WWE. <laughs> just to give a bit of context, did you hear what happened with Drew Gulak this last week? Yes. So just he left and came back. Yeah, Drew Gulak demanded more money. WWE said no, and he went right. Well, I'm not signing a new contract then. And then Revival showed up on AEW last week, and Drew Gulak's got himself a new contract. Now these obviously they don't necessarily linked, but the fact that I mean Drew Gulak is a good wrestler. I'm not saying he's definitely going to be going to somewhere like AEW, but if I was WWE, I wouldn't be making other wrestlers available to another company. So, you know, you can see why Adam Cole is, if that is the case, why he could be vying for more cash. It's going to be really, I was thinking this the other day, it's going to be really interesting when some of the AEW contracts come available. And because we've not seen anyone go from AEW to WWE yet. And there is a lot of talent in that in that company. That, and we've got to be waiting probably another two years. You've got to think that everyone in AEW got probably signed on a three-year contract. 
reckon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably, yeah, probably, probably right. Any, anyone that, all right, to, to add to that, anyone that could move. So obviously, if you're a jobber, if you, if you, if you, you know, if you lower card, obviously, you know, and they're thinking, well, we're in no real danger here. But your big stars, you got to believe, underneath the elite, people like, um, trying to think of someone now, but but let's say someone like Brian Cage has just started. You can see them making sure, well, okay, if he's big, we'll sign him to three years, something like that. You know, just to make sure that they've got him lynched in for that. Because you don't want to do, you don't want to make him a star, then have WWE come along and go, we'll offer you a million, which they can comfortably do. Are you watching AEW, Luke? No, I've never watched it. No, you probably made the right call there, because you've got seven hours of WWE a week. <laughs> I was going to say, I've got time. Hours of WWE. <laughs> no, seven hours, seven hours, isn't it? Plus pay-per-view basically every other week. Yeah. That's, quite, that's that's what, probably averaging about ten hours a week, and then just slip in a two, two hours of Dynamite with their pay-per-view as well. And if you really wanted to, you could watch AEW Dark on YouTube on a Tuesday. I don't, but you, you did have that option. I don't either. So, I, I, you know, it's AEW is NXT's direct competition. So it's not it's not without it's not worth without saying something here. And they are, in all fairness, destroying NXT at the moment. NXT's ratings are down when really they should be up, considering no one else should have anything else to do. But it, I still we, think NXT is probably the best show on WWE at the moment. I, I think it's this pay-per-view's been built to better than they've done the last two pay-per-views on the main roster. Yeah, imagine knowing all. The, imagine knowing the car before you go into the pay-per-view. Crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got some matches for Backlash. I mean, you can't you can't say you aren't looking forward to the Miz and Morrison versus Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Ask Jax. I mean, you've got, so, you've, I mean, honestly, honestly, we've just listed three matches there. All of them are for like the world title or the women's world title, and all of the matches on NXTs in your house are better than them. Well, but you, you're forgetting one thing and one thing only. We're about to watch in two weeks' time the greatest wrestling match ever: Edge versus Randy Orton. I, I mean, I, I, I don't get this, but but obviously, someone that's new to wrestling. I don't, I don't, I don't get why this is a, such a big like. Why they're saying this? Because I think they just take. I think they're taking the piss. Well, yeah. and, and, and doing the greatest showman theme tune, tune to it. Yeah. That's how. That's how you know they're taking the piss. Right. Yeah. Like it is. It is farcical. Like it's funny. It's funny how ridiculous it is. I think the, the interesting thing is that on that pay per view, we're probably going to get AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. In fact, I think we are getting that. For the no, we're, not, we're not actually. That's on the. That's, that's on the SmackDown following Smackdown. backlash. What? Yeah, I, they they announced that they announced that on Friday. They they said that whoever wins the semi-finals will then face. It might even be the Friday before Backlash. Actually, it might oh, okay, be fine. we're gonna get okay. So we're gonna so here's a spoiler for you. We're gonna get a screwy finish on the Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, and we have a rematch on the Backlash. Okay, that and that's going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Not Randy Orton versus Edge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love that. I love that. Just being like, like you kind of, you kind of in like part of you is going, maybe it will be the greatest wrestling match ever. And every part of you is going, it definitely won't be. Well, when they when they're in the ring for their first proper confrontation, where Edge finally said, "Yes, I'll face you in a normal wrestling match, Randy Orton." It was JoJo in the ring with them, I think, and she's or or or, or someone was in the ring. I can't remember which which female comment, female interviewer, and she's the first one that went. God, this could be the greatest wrestling match ever. 
Yeah. And you kind of went, well, that's weird. Why, why on earth is... First of all, why on earth has she spoken again after answering the opening question? Because that never happens. And second of all, why has she said that? It was Renna Young, wasn't it? I think it was Renna Young, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's good. I think Renna Young could pull that off. I think it was, is it Charlie? Is it Charlie? Oh, yes, it was Charlie Caruso. She, That's I mean, it, Charlie Caruso. is smoking as well, by the way. Yeah, 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 okay. But she's the one who said, she's the one who went, this could be the greatest wrestling match ever. And you just kind of went, um, all right, that's, that's. A little part of me likes to think that's the first time it was ever said. Like she just had an inner monologue and said it and someone went, oh, it could be Charlie. Yeah, run with it. Like, I don't, it's bizarre. Look, you have your question and then you hold your mic up to the guy who's calling you. And you sort of scoot down to make him look even bigger. That's what that's like. I love that. Could be the great, could be the greatest wrestling match ever. I mean, have you seen wrestling before? Do you, like, <laughs> do you not watch the matches? <laughs> Did you want to watch that hour-long match at WrestleMania between yeah. the same wrestlers? Which, yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least it won't be that. At least it won't be an hour long. At least it won't be just two men throwing each other into things. Or climbing up a concrete table and then jumping off. Think it with an elbow. Yeah. I'll land on my back on this concrete table, but I'll deliver a devastating elbow. <laughs> I mean, that, this is a great advert for the next episode, which will be available in about a week's time, uh, which will be Backlash. We're really looking forward to it and can't wait to predict it. Um, back to TakeOver, though, to finish off. Um, we've done our predictions, and we've obviously got our stakes, but it's also open to you, the listener. So in the podcast description... And on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, you will be able to find the form where you can make your predictions and potentially win some official WWE merch if you are the person that gets the most predictions correct and the tiebreak. So get involved over on social media and make sure that you are subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure that you are following on Spotify if that's where you prefer to listen to it. I think we're done. Is there anything else? I think we're sorted. Only that I found out that you can recently, I found out that you can link Spotify to your Skybox. So if you want it, you can watch it on TV. I mean, you can't watch us. Well, you can't watch us, but you can watch, you can watch the graphic and listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> with, that, with that revelation, I think it's uh, time we called it. So, uh, Thank you, fellas, and uh, we will be talking about Backlash in just a week's time. See you all then. Thanks, man. Thanks.